Have you ever had a situation happen in your life that you weren't expecting, good or bad, and said to yourself or out loud, oh my gosh, I just fill in the blank, now what? Me too, friend, me too. I've had quite a few actually, and in the moment, I never knew what I was gonna do next. Of course, I had to figure it out, sometimes the hard way, but I did figure it out. So join me and some amazing guests this season as we all share our own, I just blank, now what stories, so we can all learn from their transformational lessons to help us all answer that lifelong and often paralyzing question, now what? Hey friends, are you having a I just feel sluggish now what moment? Me too. And when I'm feeling a little low and need to pick me up, I turn to the Arbon 30 Days to Healthy Living program to help me reset. It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. The 30 Days to Healthy Living acts as a reset in establishing healthy habits so you can get more energy and feel fit with clean vegan nutrition. Arbonne's mission is to empower people to flourish with sustainable, healthy living. So the 30 Days to Healthy Living set and program are specifically designed to do just that. It helps you identify foods that might not be serving your body well, while you focus on adding nutrient-dense, plant-based whole foods into your daily routine, creating sustainable habits for a healthy lifestyle that lasts. So if you want to get started on your path to healthy living with our number one nutrition set featuring nine plant-powered products that make healthy living easy, head over to jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com and click on the healthy living tab and check out the program. Join me each month as I help dozens of people feel fit and their best with this amazing program. It's definitely not a diet, it's a lifestyle. And if you want to live well and feel fit, join us on the next 30 Days to Healthy Living. So head over to jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com, check out that Healthy Living tab, and let's help you go from feeling sluggish to feeling great. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Jessica Stevens here, your host of I Just Blank. Now, what the podcast? Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in for another Now What Wednesday. I am so thankful and grateful for each and every single one of you who tunes in every single week and has helped grow this beautiful community of (laughs) Now What Wednesday listeners. And I'm just beyond grateful. And thank you to all my new listeners. Welcome to the show. I hope you found us through some sort of connection. Someone sent you the show or an episode and uh, now you're a regular. And uh, if you need to go back and listen to some of season one, two, and three, please do that. We have a whole catalog full of amazing Now What Wednesday stories And um, season four is off to the races. Wow, January was awesome. We had some amazing, fantastic guests sharing awesome stories and things that are really going to help us set up 2023 to be a really great year for everybody. So today is Wednesday, February 1st, the first Wednesday of the month. So you know what that means. It is a solo show with me and me. I am sharing with you all today 
And um, this is not a from the past story. This is a live current in the moment. Now what that you're getting from me this week? Because, you know, life is happening. And as life happens, things, you know, it's full of lessons. And sometimes we need to share share it in the moment and share it as we're processing it versus from the future, our future selves or and to the past. And so, yeah, I decided that this one is current and live happening in my life. And I wanted to talk to you all about it and share it with you as I am literally experiencing this in real time right now. So today's episode is I just got my inheritance. Now what? And for anybody who's been following me on social media over the past couple of years, you know that my darling of a grandmother, aka Apo, passed away in March of 2022. And at the time of this recording, (laughs) it is the one year anniversary of us receiving the diagnosis that she was extremely sick and we only had months left with her. And from the time that we got that diagnosis in the doctor's office, um, she lived for another couple of months, which was what we knew because the doctors told us that she had months to live and not years. And we really made the best and the most of that la- those last couple of weeks and months that we had with her. And I'm just so grateful that I got to be there and spend so much time with her and really got to soak in those last moments and memories of my wonderful Apo. And so fast forward a year, you know, a lot has happened over the past year. Obviously, you know, she she passed away. We had her funeral. We began, um, you know, emptying out her house and going through all of her things and our things and purging and getting her house ready to be sold, which we did. And um, now we are in a position where all of all of us in the family, you know, are receiving our inheritance from what she shared with all of us in her will. And so that's what I'm going to be talking about right now. And as I said, it's all fresh and new. It is literally happening right now. And I'm feeling all the feels and processing this in real time. And the reason I wanted to do this right now with you is because I want to share how I'm feeling right now, because I don't know if if I hold on to this and I come back and share it in six months from now, a year from now, if I'm really going to be able to express and pass on what I'm going through right now as I'm feeling feeling all the things and processing what I'm supposed to do with this inheritance and and making decisions as well as the thoughts that I have around my own future legacy that I want to leave behind. So those are kind of the things that I want to talk about right now and and you're getting it live and the you know this is going to be a little bit raw and maybe a little bit of emotional because as you know whenever I talk about Abo like she just was the most wonderful human on the planet to me and so and I miss her dearly. 
And so receiving the, this inheritance definitely brought up feelings for me as we're still going through the grieving process of well. So that is why I'm sharing with this with you right now, and I didn't save this for the future. So the three things that I want to talk about as it relates to receiving this inheritance is one, money mindset and the receiving of money in the form of an inheritance, um, receiving a large sum of money and what that feels like as it relates to being attached to somebody you loved who is no longer here. We're also gonna talk about what am I gonna do with this money now that I have it? And then the third thing is, you know, talking about my own legacy and the future and, you know, what kind of legacy do I wanna leave behind for my loved ones and thinking about the future and, and what that means for us as a couple whom do not have children of our own, but obviously want to leave a legacy for others. So yeah, so that's what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna dig in, settle in, grab a tea, grab a notebook, you know, take notes, <laughs> because I'm gonna share a lot of stuff and it might be a little bit all over the map, but I'm gonna do my best to stay cohesive. I literally wrote notes for myself today because I knew that this topic was gonna to be very emotionally charged and there was gonna be a lot of feelings that I'm gonna talk about today. So yeah, let's, let's talk about receiving money. <laughs> Thankfully, I have actually done quite a bit of work personally as it relates to my money seeds, my money mindset, my money beliefs. And that is, has actually helped me significantly in receiving this inheritance and not having it wrapped up in a whole whack load of guilt. There is a little bit of guilt showing up for me for still for sure, but for the most part, I've, I've been pretty good when getting this money. And I attribute that completely to the fact that I've done a lot of work as it relates to my money mindset. So if you are somebody who, who struggles with receiving or somebody who has a negative mindset around money or has any feelings of, of, of unworthiness or guilt or anything like that as it, as it relates to money, I highly recommend that you get to work on that ASAP <laughs> because yeah, it, it, I know that had I not done work prior to this, receiving the check that I just received last week with the amount of money that was written on it would have like been a huge punch in the gut for me. And I don't know how well I would have been able to receive it, especially as it relates to being an inheritance and money that I did not earn. You know what I mean? So yes, yeah, so like, you know, we go out into the world and we have jobs, we have businesses, we, you know, exchange our energy or our time or our intellect and we receive, you know, an income. And, you know, that is, that's how most of us get money, right? And we feel like we earned it. But when you've been gifted a large sum of money in which really you did nothing to 
deserve, there are some feelings tied up with that. And, you know, I kind of had to sit with it and process this thought of like, like, do I even deserve this money? And the answer, of course, is yes, absolutely. Not only just, you know, from a technical birthright perspective of, you know, I am one of many people in the family who received this inheritance. You know, Apo had four surviving children and seven surviving grandchildren, and the money was divvied up and divided up amongst all of us. And so, um, just by birthright, yeah, I, I earned this <laughs> by being part of her family and part of her, her legacy and my grandfather's legacy. You know, obviously this is not just my grandmother's money. It was both of them who sacrificed and worked hard and came to Canada and, you know, did what they needed to do, were able to buy a house. And that's where most of this money is obviously coming from, was the sale of a home that they, they worked hard for and purchased you know, decades ago, and and the value increased over the years. So, you know, am I worthy and deserving of this money? On the surface, absolutely. It's it was I'm I'm a family member, and so this is the gift that she's leaving to all of us. But like on a personal level, between me and my grandmother, you know, not including anyone else in my family into the equation, you know, do I feel like I? deserve this money I had to kind of sit with that for a little while and I said yeah absolutely because I had a very close relationship with my apo she was the she was the grandparent who lived very close to where we lived um she was part of my life from day one forward she was you know a babysitter we spent so much time at their house. We went there after school. She, you know, she's made us a million meals. And we've had this growing relationship. And that transition from her being the caregiver to obviously later on in life, me caring for her in some sort of capacity and fashion. So whether that was me going to visit her and spend time with her and, take her out for pizza lunches or, you know, making her ice cream and just, you know, doing stuff with her, especially after my grandfather died and a lot of our family lives, you know, far away, you know, the number of us who are close, were close by and in close proximity to her definitely dwindled. You know, myself and one other cousin are the only two who still lived in, you know, the area close to where she lived and so a lot we got to spend a lot more time with her than other cousins who you know moved away moved across the country moved you know to the U.S. or or whatnot so I'm very very grateful that you know as a grandchild I was actually able to spend more time with her than some of my other cousins and cared for her in her, you know, older years. I would go and visit with her often. You know, if you watched me on social media again, you know that me and Apo were like besties and we would go and do all sorts of fun things together all the time. And so I had to like remember all of that. Like, yes, like I, and I hate to use the word earned, but I did earn this inheritance because I loved her. And cared for her 
And that's the only thing that matters. So if you are in a position in which you've received an inheritance from a loved one who's passed on, just know, like, you are worthy of that money and you deserve it because of the relationship that you had with that person. And they left this gift to you. They wanted you to have it. So receive it with an open heart. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about as it relates to receiving an inheritance and a large sum of money is what are you going to do with it? <laughs> so I now, have, I now have this money, now what? And I now need to make a decision as to what it is that I want to do with this wonderful, beautiful gift that I received from my wonderful, loving grandmother and use it in a way that honors her memory. So yeah, that's where I'm at now and I'm processing and going through all the options as to what it is that I could and or should do with this money. And I'm gonna be honest, I have no idea yet. <laughs> as I said, this is all happening right now live in the moment. You know, it, it's literally just been a handful of days since you know this is all unfolded because the sale of her home happened you know at the end of 2020 and in January you know the the funds from her estate were now starting to be divvied up amongst all of us beneficiaries so yeah this is super new and I really don't know what it exactly it is that I want to do with the money obviously there's this rule, not, huh? Not, yes, I'm going to call it a rule from my dad who shared this with me when I was very, very young. And it is a clear money seed for me as it relates to what to do, to do with large sums of money that you may be in receiving. So this could be like, winning the lottery or getting an inheritance or being gifted, you know, you know, a large sum of money for whatever the reason. I don't know. You know, maybe you purchased a home, you know, flipped it, sold it, and you got a big influx of a profit off of the house. I don't know. It could be anything. But any 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 large sum of money that I receive, my dad always shared this advice of never break up the principle right? So don't start breaking it off and doing a little bit of this with it and a little bit of that and buying this and doing this because the money will literally disappear so fast because once you start spending it, it literally just goes. And so his rule was, or maybe very strong suggestion might be the better term, was never break up the principle. Do, you know, whatever you do with it, invest it as a whole. And then the interest that you earn from that money, then you can play with that. Like let the, keep the egg together and then earn whatever residuals, whatever dividends, whatever, you know, you earn from that initial investment, then you, that's all, that money is all fair game and do whatever you want with it. So 
that is definitely likely what I'm going to do. Whatever I decide to do is going to be one big lump sum, <laughs> or maybe I will break it into, you know, possibly two, but investing is likely the thing that I'm going to do with this money. I know some people may want to, you know, take a little bit of that and spend it, um, you know, maybe pay off some debt, like a, or like mortgage, or if you have a student loan or something, you know, paying off debt, also absolutely a really good idea. I am very fortunate that I am in a position that I don't have any, you know, student debt to pay off or anything like that. Like my, my number one debt in my life is obviously the home that I live in. So, hey, maybe we're going to take a little bit of money and, and, you know, accelerate our mortgage payments for the next little while that while we're allowed to before I know our mortgage is up for renewal, especially considering that interest rates are like through the roof. So as much as we can, you know, get down, um, the principal on our home, maybe that's a good idea. So maybe I'll do something like that. But likely, you know, there's going to be most of this money is going to be invested in some shape, form or fashion. And I want it to be meaningful. I want it to, you know, be connected to my Apple in some some way. Maybe it's investing in, in something that was important to her or something that is going to help me grow my business, grow this show, grow my own legacy and assets so that I can turn around and, you know, have more and give more to other people and help more people. Maybe that's what I'm going to do. So just know I'm going to be connecting with my financial advisor. We're going to have a big, long conversation about what to do with this money, where it should go, how I should use it. But just know that whatever I do decide to do, it needs to be, for me personally, something that is connected and, and I can feel really good about how the money is being used and, and know that whatever I decide, Apple will be very, 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 very happy that she was able to help me do X. So whether that was pay off my mortgage sooner or I was able to invest in something that was going to help me grow my business or grow this podcast or start another business or help me create more wealth and legacy for the future. I think she would be happy with no matter what I choose. But I'm pretty sure even if she, if we decided to like take a tiny little chunk of that money and spend it on something instant, like a little bit of instant gratification, you know, whether that be a trip or something for our backyard, you know, Apo loved gardening, flowers brought her so much joy. So maybe I might just take a smidge of money and use that and invest into my backyard garden so that it's something that whenever I look out there and see, it's going to remind me of her. So maybe, maybe that's what I'm going to do. But anyways, yeah, figuring out how to, how, what to do with your money and how to make it work for you and how to make it, you know, earn even more is definitely at the priority list for me. And I hope for you, if you happen to come into a large sum of money at any point, whether that be a gift or a bonus or inheritance like I'm getting, you know, just be, be smart with it. And the only way you can be smart with it is to make sure that you have a really good relationship with money and you got your money mindset like on lock and you're good there. Because if you don't, let me tell you that money is going to like 
fall out of your hands as fast as you got it. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is that's come up for me as it relates to receiving this inheritance and what I'm now thinking about is, as I said, my own legacy, my own future, and what is it that I I want to be able to pay forward and leave behind after I leave this earthly planet. You know, a- Apo is my last my last grandparent, so of the four, and both of my grandfathers passed away first, and then my grandmothers. And when my maternal grandmother, Eddie, passed away a few years ago in, in 2019, it was a very different situation than what we're facing right now that Apo has passed away. And it's because, you know, after all said and done, there was like, there was nothing else left to leave to the family. And, and that's okay too. Like, it, there, as I said, there's no expectation. There's no like, oh, I'm expecting an inheritance, you know, no. But just knowing that I'm sure my other grandmother, Eddie, would have loved to have been able to leave something behind for her children, you know, on that side of the family, my mom is the eldest of seven kids. Six of them are, you know, survived her. And there is like a whack load of us grandchildren, you know, on that side of the family. So it is a very, very big family. So even though, like, there, there, you know, there were so many of us, even if there was an inheritance, there likely wouldn't have been anything of significance once it got divided amongst all of the kids and grandkids. And that's totally okay. But it just made me really think about, you know, would Eddie have loved to have left something behind? A hundred percent. Absolutely. I know that. But she just wasn't in a position to do so. And gratefully and thankfully, you know, my other grandparents, how their lives unfolded and what happened, they were. And it made me think about like, well, what do I want to do? How, what kind of legacy do I want to leave you know, and this, this is something that, you know, I've been thinking about, especially considering that I don't have any children of my own. So yeah, me and the hubs don't have kids. And my, my sister also doesn't have children. (laughs) So it's making me really think about legacy and, you know, what, how to set up our will, who do we want to be our beneficiaries, you know, when the time comes and made me also really realize and zero in the fact that we don't have a living well right now. It was always on the plan to like get one done, but you know, like so many other things or people, it's like, oh yeah, it, we said we were going to do it, but we just never got around to do it. So this year, 2023, one of my big, big goals <laughs> is to get our will set up because I don't have children. And so there isn't any automatic beneficiary to any of my estate. We actually have to write down and decide who will receive any any gifts. So I've been really thinking about that now. And it also made me really, you know, start thinking about like, well, 
you know, what do I want to leave? Who do I want to leave that to? What organizations are important to me? Who in my extended family do I want to be able to gift something to? And, you know, what what am I doing right now in my 40s (laughs) that's going to set me up in to be in a position to be able to leave a really lovely legacy moving forward? And then also, you know, there's that fine balance of living in the moment and preparing for the future because you also don't want to live in a way where you're not enjoying your life and you're not doing the things and not experiencing and spending, you know, spending your hard-earned money either and just tucking it away and saving it and saving it and saving it because we all know you can't take it with you when you die. You know, there there's no there's no way to take that you know that bank balance forward so it is going to get left behind so how much of that do we want to make sure that we're going to be enjoying as we you know in the years moving forward as we're living but also you know wanting and making sure that there is enough to gift the people that we love gift our godchildren gift you know, nieces and nephews, gift, organizations, and causes that are near and dear to our heart. So yeah, so that's what's also been in the thought process for me now as I've been thinking about all these things after receiving this inheritance. So yes, all the things, all the thoughts, all the feelings have been on rapid fire, real in my mind since getting this money and I'm pretty sure you know my sister and my cousins and my you know my dad and my aunt and uncle are we're all going through the same thing and I have to say that I'm extra 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 grateful that we are in a situation where all the beneficiaries all of us are looking at what we received through this inheritance absolutely as a gift and there is has been no fighting (laughs) there's been no one who's contesting the will like I know that that is not the situation in all families and all you know you know when somebody passes away in a family things can get very combative and you know lines are drawn and you know he said she said this is this is what I want this is what you like all of that can get very very messy and so a, I'm very grateful that Apo had a will and that she assigned executors to, you know, carry out her wishes. And those executors have been doing a fantastic job of managing all the things because it is a huge process. And I'm also really grateful that all of us, you know, are aligned and in agreement with, with my grandmother's wishes and what she wanted to do with this money that she's left us. So... Yeah, that is another thing. Death is very complicated, and it's really complicated when there isn't a will, so it makes it so much easier to have one. So that is my big PSA for all of you right now, is if you have any sort of asset, and by any asset I mean like even two nickels rubbing together in the bank in a savings account, you need to make sure that you have a will so that whatever it is that you want to happen with that money or that home or that property or that piece of land or whatever it is, people know what you want to do with it because they can't ask you after you're gone. 
So please, please, please make sure that you have <laughs> yourself set up. And I promise that I am going to be doing this for myself with the hubs very, very, very soon because we've had the paperwork, it's been sitting there, and then just other things pr got prioritized over top of it. But really, setting up our will is, has, has to be our number one priority, especially because we don't have children and there is no clear beneficiary for us. So yeah, that's it. And uh, the other day, as it relates to wills, I also found out that my aunt signed me the executive of her will. And so I was really shocked when I learned that news that, you know, she has given, she has laid this responsibility upon me, super, super honored to be the person that she trusts with figuring, you know, following through with her wishes. And so, yeah, I have a lot to learn, you know, watching my dad and my aunts, you know, go through this process with, you know, my, with Apple's estate, I've, I've learned a lot through osmosis and just observation. But um, yeah, if you are ever in a position where somebody assigns you, you know, power of attorney or executor of their estate or their will, make sure you know what's involved in that process ahead of time. So I will definitely be asking some questions as it relates to what the heck am I supposed to be doing? And hey, perhaps that is another podcast episode that will be coming your way is I just got assigned in as an executor. Now what? And I will tell you all the things that I learned about that role and what it is that I'm supposed to do. So Yes, here we are, February 1st, 2023, and I am super, super, super grateful to have received this inheritance. It came at a time in our lives where this money is definitely a blessing and a gift, and we will be putting it to really, really good, really good use. So yeah, that's today's episode. Please, my friends, I hope you take away your own journey with money and figuring out your own relationship with money and what it means to you and how you would act and react and feel if one day you received a very large sum of money. Because if you are not prepared to receive it, it may never come to you. And if it does come to you, you may lose that money really, really quickly, or it may pass, pass through you so fast. So if you are, if, if the thought of inheriting some money right now scares the bejesus out of you and, or makes you want to cry or cringe or whatever, this is your sign to go and get some work done as it relates to your mindset around money and clear that up for yourself because it's really important. And then if you do come into some money, please be smart with it. <laughs> please invest it. Please do something really, really good and just don't go on a major shopping spree with that money. Instant gratification, well, enjoyable, long-term, not the way to go. And um, yeah, and if you don't have a will, please, 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 please get that going. I will be doing that myself. And so I encourage everybody else to get a will set up. So go and talk to your financial advisor, somebody, life insurance. You know, my grandfather was a life insurance guy. He worked for Manulife for many, many decades. And so part of this inheritance and this legacy obviously came through some really good policies that were set up. 
So yeah, like think about that as well. Insurance policies that you want to have in place, you know, in the event of for your family members and your loved ones so that, you know, there is something there when the time comes. All right. So that is it from me. Look at that. I got through the whole episode without crying, guys. How awesome is that? I definitely was feeling a lot of feels, but thankfully I was able to keep the emotions in check enough not to be a blubbering, crying mess on this episode. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that it helped you think about your own you know, financial future as it relates to money and all that stuff. And I hope maybe one day you'll be in a position to receive an inheritance from a loved one who wanted to gift you that money. And if you are so lucky, please, please, please receive that gift with love. And that's it. So stay tuned next week, another episode. And uh, we're off to the races, season five. I mean, we're on our way to season five. We're obviously in season four right now. And uh, some really amazing episodes coming up this month. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you liked this episode, please give it a share, a listen, a a like. And if you know somebody else who is going through something similar, maybe they've received an inheritance or a large sum of money recently, Please, please, please forward this episode to them, and it might help them figure out their own. Now what? All right, see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I Just Blank, Now What? If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own now what questions. Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do, how to move forward and help you answer now what. See you on the next episode.